Michaels was already a Hall of Famer when he had to retire following his match at WrestleMania 14. He was already a legend. He was already changed the way wrestling worked at the top of the card. And when he came back in 2002, he'd been gone for four years, so it was hard to say what was going to be. And so they had an unsanctioned street fight as sort of the secondary main event underneath a relatively predictable uh, Rock versus Brock Lesnar match. Now, we had Shawn Michaels. We didn't know what sort of shape he was in still. We knew what sort of shape he was in, but we didn't know if he was going to still have his working ability. Versus Triple H, who up at that point was still one of the top workers in the world, period. He was great at this point. Probably 99 through 2004, he was just peak. It was peak Triple H. The match itself was so super smart because they used all sorts of gimmicks that normally would be used to hide a performer's weakness. And in this case, the idea was Shawn Michaels would need these gimmicks because he'd been gone. But he had worked through his issues, both physical and personal, apparently, and come to use these maneuvers as a part of his normal match. The match that he would become known for from 2002 through, what, 2010, I think he officially retired. If you look at the match as a whole, it was a brilliant storytelling match that actually Triple H dragged down a little bit. If you look at it as a moment of reintroduction, it, there is no match of the last, of the period from 2000 to 2010, I think, that really made the point that everything was about to change again. And here you had everything from ladders. You had a couple of table spots. You had a wonderful uh, Shawn Michaels elbow drop off the ladder onto Triple H, which was great. At that point, I knew Shawn Michaels was going to be back forever, that he was going to bring his career to another level. You had... It was a very brawling heavy kick punch sort of match but then you had the moments where you saw the Sean of 1996 and 7 coming back he did an amazing plancha phenomenal that elbow incredible the Michael splash off the top rope through a table which was on the floor incredible and how it ended is my favorite part because Sean went for sweet chin music, but Triple H turned it into an attempt for a pedigree. But then Sean pulled his feet, flipped over, and got the jackknife pin. One, two, three. This wasn't the, what is now, I guess, standard three or four finishers that 
lead to a finish. No, it wasn't that. It was a guy stopping the finisher and getting a pin. When was the last time a jackknife roll-up won a a championship match? When was the last time you had a big match that didn't end with the finisher that you're expecting? Unless it was like a table shot. Now, Triple H, the way this match was laid out, Triple H, I say he got in the way a little bit because he kind of did. I didn't see much hesitation when I rewatched it between Michaels and H. They obviously knew each other very well. But there were a couple of great things that H did. Like, for example, he worked the back. Everyone knew the story was Shawn Michaels' back had kept him out for four years. And H is now working on including a couple of brutal backbreakers, which I loved. Triple H, the man knows his knee-based offense. And his selling was actually kind of, I wouldn't say tentative, but he was selling in a way that didn't feel, I don't want to say realistic, but didn't feel strong. But this match tells the story of Shawn Michaels coming back to fight again. And finally, finally coming back and making his his mark again. More than anything, I think it was this match that ensured that Michaels would make the Hall of Fame. I really do. Because what it was saying was... Michaels can fight again. He is as good as the top guys. And he wouldn't be around much. He'd be working a few dates, but he wasn't really a regular yet. I think his next pay-per-view match even wasn't until Survivor Series, where he was in the Elimination Chamber and won. And that Elimination Chamber, I think that was the second one, was pretty good, too. I'll talk about an Elimination Chamber a little later on. But you had Booker T, Jericho, Rob Van Dam, Triple H, uh, Kane, and Michaels in a phenomenal match. Because you had... One, you had Jericho being Jericho which at that point was really cool. Uh, You had the great triple elimination on Kane where you got uh, the super kick from Michaels followed by the pedigree and then the lion salt from Jericho. And then you had Sean eliminating both Jericho and Triple H to win the thing. He's amazing. He was great in that match. And that match really kicked off Sean as the regular. Sean as back and a driving force, which is cool. The Michaels-Triple H feud of 2002 I thought was great. But the real thing that this match said, that this SummerSlam match was all about, was about telling the story of the guy who was gone and the guy who was left. And they told it perfectly. 